0: Joining me now with more on this is Canada's High Commissioner to the United Kingdom, Ralph Goodale. Thank you so much. Very good to join you again. Yeah. So we're finding out a little bit more about exactly what Canada's role is going to be in the coming days. We know, of course, that there'll be a procession tomorrow. The Queen lies in state at Westminster Hall. The funeral is on Monday. Do we have? Uh, do we? Are we getting a better idea of what what role Canada will play in this?
1: Uh, a little bit. Uh, the this is a massive logistics exercise from the point of view of uh, the palace and, and the UK government uh, and uh, one thing to remember is that uh, this is all taking place as well on the eve of the United Nations General Assembly meeting uh, which will uh, begin taking place uh, shortly after the state funeral. So the uh, the logistics involved of moving world leaders, um, in some cases, right around the globe in this in this space of time is uh, is a massive exercise and uh, there's a tremendous amount of international cooperation to get everybody in the right place at the right time, where they need to be, uh, and then on to their other global responsibilities um, it's It's impressive to watch uh, considering that yeah there's been a lot of planning, uh, but uh, this is all taken shape since last Thursday, four days. Uh, so it's, it's an amazing, um, uh, an amazing accomplishment. Uh, so far, uh, Canada has uh, participated in the uh, Accession Council, which uh, acknowledged uh, the tragic passing of Her Majesty and the transition of Head of State to uh, His Majesty, King Charles III, uh, that took place uh, on, uh, on, on Saturday. That was followed with uh, uh, the uh, reception that uh, the new king held for all of the countries outside of the United Kingdom, for which he is the head of state, including Canada, and there would be 14 others that would be uh, in, in that group. That took place on, on Sunday. Uh, and then uh, yesterday, uh, the, uh, the king delivered his uh, first speech Uh, to both houses of the British Parliament, uh, but because he is also the head of state for other countries, uh, Canada and those other countries were also present for that uh, presentation uh, to uh, uh, extend our condolences again, uh, but also uh, hear what the preliminary remarks would be for uh, the new new king, the kinds of things that he would signal that he was potentially uh, interested in uh today he uh, uh well yesterday he was back in scotland again but today he's in northern ireland um uh, and tomorrow he will be back in uh, uh in in london for the beginning of the official lying in state mm-hmm. uh, there's a, a service uh, that begins in the early afternoon uh once again uh, canada as a senior country uh, in uh, the realm Uh, will be uh, uh, involved in in the commencement of the lying in state. Um, uh, There will be two other occasions where Canada will be officially involved, and that is later on in the week when the Governor General arrives and when the Prime Minister arrives. uh, They will uh, obviously uh, uh, pay their respects, and that will be uh, the official moment for uh, uh, for Canada to, uh, uh, to um, um, extend uh, condolences uh, on behalf of the, uh, the entire country in the person of the prime minister and the governor general. Um, they will be involved in uh, private meetings with uh, his majesty uh, over the weekend, this coming weekend, um, sure. meetings with uh, governors general, meetings with prime ministers, uh, the uh, the new king will be extremely busy in those uh, encounters, and you can imagine this will be a gathering of major world leaders, perhaps unparalleled in recent history, uh, so there will be a, a lot of meetings, uh, but Canada will be uh, included uh, in that. Uh, the official uh, state funeral then comes on, uh, on Monday, uh, and uh, we're informed that the Canadian Armed Forces will be... Uh, uh, playing an important role in the cortege. Uh, The British, of course, have by far the largest military component uh, uh, involved in the cortege, but Canada will uh, probably be the largest outside of the UK uh, itself. The RCMP will be involved in that as well.
0: Do we know which of our armed forces will be taking part? Will they be coming from from Canada? or Are are they based here? I know there's, of course, um, Canadian armed forces here in the UK.
1: Uh, no, they, they will be coming from Canada. Sure. Uh, the uh, the Queen was uh, uh, honorary colonel for a number of, uh, of regiments, mm-hmm. uh, so the uh, the Canadian Armed Forces are uh, very important to her. Were very important to her uh, as as um, uh, are the Mounties. Uh, the uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police participated in every single one of her twenty two visits to Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was the honorary commissioner in chief of the RCMP. Uh, so uh, the participation in the funeral cortege of, uh, of those two very important institutions uh, will be a a, a a meaningful very meaningful uh, gesture of respect from Canada to her late majesty.
0: And I know, of course, the prime minister yourself and the governor general will be the ones attending uh, the funeral on Monday. Um, obviously, I mean, this is going to be a big security challenge, I would imagine, as well all around. That must be another one of the considerations they're looking at.
1: Oh, it's, it's huge. Um, there will be, uh, I, I would think, this will be the largest gathering of world leaders uh, in a very long time. Um, uh, President Biden is coming, as we know. Uh, as well as the uh, the heads of state of uh, uh, all of the uh, countries in the Commonwealth. Uh, most of the crown heads of Europe will be there. Uh, there'll be a representation from every corner of the globe. Um, and then from this venue, a lot of those same leaders are not simply returning home. They're going on to the session of the UN General Assembly, which is about to be held in New York so the uh, just think of the the air traffic control logistics of making sure that all of those uh, high security aircraft are properly taken care of it it's a it's a it's a major uh, security challenge for the canadian delegation the official mourners are uh, the governor general the prime minister and the high commissioner um, and there are similar contingents from all countries around the world almost all of them Um, but there will be uh, uh, opportunities for uh, other Canadians to participate as well. Uh, The numbers are very tightly controlled by the palace, so it won't be a large number from any country. And the toughest challenge is determining that guest list. And I don't envy the palace in having to set those
0: rules. Ralph Goodale is with us this half hour. He's uh, Canada's High Commissioner to the United Kingdom. I'm, of course, in London tonight, and uh, we're talking about all that's happening. The coffin um, has been returned to London. This is the first time that London will get an opportunity to mourn, to bid farewell uh, to the Queen uh, coming up in the, in the in the next few days, the next five days, really, Um you were you were mentioning that that I mean just just the idea that there could be other Canadians there. Do we know who it could be or what kind of people might be there? Is it is it sort of open to us to to suggest or does the palace decide?
1: Uh, there's there's obviously consultation back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the palace is uh, by and large concerned about overall numbers. Uh, they undoubtedly have some suggestions to make because they. Uh, uh, they know the kind of individual relationships the queen uh, would have had with uh, with uh, individual parties, but it's a it's a tough thing when you you think th- there are literally dozens and dozens, if not hundreds and hundreds of of people that uh, uh, from Canada that would have uh, a, uh, a very real, legitimate desire to be there, uh, but you can only accommodate uh, five or ten. I mean, that's. That's an awfully difficult challenge. Yeah. And I don't, don't envy the protocol people who have to figure this out.
0: Westminster Abbey is, is big, but it's, it's, it's not that big. Um, yeah, it,
1: it, it will seat yeah. uh, about 2,000. Yeah. Uh, so uh, if you take there maybe 150 different countries represented uh, at uh, uh, maybe uh, 10 or 12 per country, it adds up in a big hurry.
0: It certainly does. Um, I understood one of the things that's come up a lot of is, is just transportation. Trying to get the dignitaries around that they're going to have to be using, using buses. They're going to be bus to to the abbey and so on.
1: That, that's right, and and the British are pretty good at this uh, uh, in marshaling people and getting them all in the same place in the right order in which they ought to appear. Um, it sometimes looks like herding cats, but uh, they, uh, they do a very fine job of it. But it, it is really logical that instead of saying we will have uh, 150 uh, prime ministers arriving individually uh, to say, well, let's have 50 at a time organized on buses, and that makes the... Uh, that makes the arrangements uh, a lot more manageable. So they will, they will do bulk transportation. Um, and I think everybody understands uh, that, uh, that this is a unique and very special occasion. Uh, they also understand the needs of, uh, of security. So it, uh, I, I'm, I'm confident it will all work out very well. The British are very experienced with this and they do it better than just about anybody else.
0: You had an opportunity to speak to the new king earlier this week. Um, what did you say?
1: First of all, uh, extended condolences on the, uh, on the loss of his mother. Um, it, remember from, from points of view of other governments, uh, uh, we're dealing with uh, matters of, uh, of constitutional pr- propriety uh, for, for King Charles. This is very personal. Uh, anybody who's, who's lost their mother, truly understands how how difficult a time that is. And uh, all of his grieving pretty well has to be done in public. Um, as you watch the, the television here in the UK, uh, he is on there constantly in Scotland, in Northern Ireland, in Wales, in London, um, meeting with Parliament, uh, uh, attending to all of these public duties, um, and uh, it it is a very public spectacle, so uh, he must be absolutely exhausted. Uh, but he is doing it in a in a way that I think signals uh, an important style for the for the future. He's very open. Uh, he is wading into crowds. Uh, he seems to draw energy from uh, from crowds of people as he as he meets them. Uh, he's uh, he's being, I think, a very personal. And personable monarch mm-hmm. uh,
0: and uh, that is probably a good signal yeah uh, what did what did you say what did you say when you met him
1: uh, condolences uh to begin with um uh, but then uh, he was very quickly talking about his recent visit to uh, uh to canada he was he was there in in may with uh with uh, uh, the queen consort and uh they had a very good visit uh it was an extremely busy one. Uh, I think a one day in the Ottawa area, they had uh, something like fifteen different engagements all in the space of uh, of one day. Uh, he uh, uh, recalled the uh, encounter with the Ukrainian community, which uh, obviously is very top of mind these days. Uh, and the Canadian diaspora of, of Ukrainians is the uh, biggest in the world out of outside of Ukraine and Russia themselves. Uh, and uh, also the uh, the interactions that he had with Indigenous people, and uh, that is going to be a very important uh, item for attention in future. The the need for reconciliation, the need for healing, uh, and the role that uh, the Crown can play in moving that forward in a constructive way.
0: So he gave the impression that uh, that Canada will Canada will certainly be one of the, one of the priorities for him uh, during his monarchy?
1: Oh, yes. Uh, I I think he's going to be a very hands-on monarch, one that will travel a lot. I think he recognizes that uh, in this modern day and age, despite all the marvels of modern communications and technology, uh, it's still important to be there uh, and be present in person. Uh, And that's especially true when you're dealing with such issues as uh, uh, diversity and inclusion, for example, as well as Indigenous
0: reconciliation.
1: You can do some of it long distance. You have to do a lot of it in person. I guess
0: he didn't mention a date for his first visit yet. No, no, not yet. <laughs> yeah, no. Not
1: yet. And, and, of course, he was just there two or three months ago. That's right. Um, but th- that, that was a very good beginning. Uh, there's there's more work to do, but that's a good start. And and he is well acquainted with uh, with uh, Canada's indigenous leadership. Uh, people like uh, a national former national chief Perry Bellegarde, for example, uh, is uh, is is very well acquainted with uh, with King Charles. Uh, and of course, uh, our our Governor General uh, Mary Simon, her Excellency, uh, uh, she spent a lot of time uh, uh, talking with him before he made that trip to. Uh, to Canada in the spring. So they already have a very good, solid, respectful working relationship, and they'll no doubt be talking further about those topics later on this week.
0: Ralph Goodale, as always, thank you so much for your time.
1: Glad to talk to you.